Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. This is Red Sea Roundup, and I am your host today, Pam Marvin, and I am joined in the studio this morning by another host, Judy Como. Good morning. Good morning. It's quite delightful. I love God's good providence of having you here today. Well, we'll, let's just call it that. It could be uh, Judy just not knowing what day it is and what date it is and all of that kind of thing. So I'd much rather be one week early for my show than one week late and have no one show up today. So. So uh, for those of you who know me, it shouldn't be a surprise that uh, I'm just here and uh, it's all good. But I'm so happy to be here with you. We don't get awesome. to see each other I, near, near enough. enough. Not near. Have to go camping again. Right. All over yeah, that. me too. And good morning, Thaddeus. He's our producer today here in the studio. Good morning, Pam. Good morning, Judy. Boy, it was an exciting <laughs> morning. Exciting morning. I bring the fun to dysfunction, believe me. <laughs> uh, well, I don't want to, to to go on too long because we have a very special guest on the air right now. Um, your very dear friend and mine, Miss Terry Lipscomb. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, my dear friends. I mm-hmm. love having both of y'all here today. What a treat. How about that? I, that I just love talking to Judy, but um, getting <laughs> Pam, too, is awesome. <laughs> See, Judy, you were just in a hurry to get the story first. That's Absolutely. I wanted to scoop. <laughs> scoop. Scoop. <laughs> well, to be uh, watching this uh, beautiful story of uh, for our listeners who may not be as familiar with Terry Lipscomb as uh, we are here in the studio, but... Um, Last month's show told the story of her son, Gage, who is now 14 and last Wednesday underwent a kidney transplant donated by his dad, David. And um, everything has been playing out, not only in our hearts here in Bryan and College Station through social media and big time TV media has been, uh, y'all have really been thrown all over the United States. I would mm-hmm. that's a good statement, I think, with right. ABC and CBS and Houston channels and uh, uh thank you Terry also it's been for very humbling for and continuing a very good uh, surprise. but also being a witness to our Catholic radio station and connecting back to Red Sea and the first interview uh is her name Blake Lee Blakesley that's here locally and Brian, that Blakely, you know, Blakely, yes. So, um, catch us up. We're going to be quiet and let you talk for a little while. Well, it's just been an incredible journey. Um, the whole, the way it's played out, and to make a story about it in the news just was baffling to me. And then I realized that it's just a good story about a loving father and having it fall so close to father's day is kind of what got the ball rolling. I think more than anything, but 
what has amazed me is how much we could just give God the glory of the whole thing. And um, as you and I, you and I talked after surgery, I was still very disappointed to have not got the miracle that we'd asked for that Gage would not need the transplant, even coming up to the hospital. I just imagined this beautiful miracle, just to having all the media. I thought God is just laying out this beautiful path to, to grant this miracle through the intercession of St. Pope John Paul and the media was going to just get this huge story. We were able to go to mass at the co-cathedral Tuesday at noon when we got to Houston. And um, one of the, the prayers of the faithful was to use social media to glorify God. And I just had this overwhelming sense that, God, we, we're going to get this. And it really was disappointing when we didn't. But then just to realize that it wasn't God's will as much as it was mine. And so we just decided to go with it and give him glory as we could. Exactly right. And um, Terry, when we were sitting in the coffee room of the ICU and uh, just to see uh, an opportunity to to witness uh, love to the people who were just sitting right there that were in the same shoes as you were, I think the little girl's name was Gracelyn that we prayed for um, that had just had a, a liver transplant and her mom and um, just that unity that we felt being able to pray for the other people that were there um, just the coming and going, the busyness of the hospital to just take a step back. And as we were talking about, when you told me that about, well, we didn't get our miracle. And I said, I guess we can't put a label on what God's miracle could be, that there, there are many miracles that have been attached to it already. And as you said, it, it really is God's miracle, not the way we look at it. And um, you attached a quote from St. Pope John Paul um, to your Facebook about our about suffering and uniting that. Um, you want to talk just a little bit to that? Well, just you know, as you said, seeing the other people suffer, and I feel like our cross was so minimal compared to the sorrow and pain that we saw so many other families enduring, and our whole journey has just been joy and beauty of of this miraculous surgery and how do you take an organ out of someone and put it in another person? Mm-hmm. And that's a miracle in itself. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like you did just so connected and, and gracious to be able to pray for and with the other people in the waiting area and just to see their cross being so much heavier than ours and, and just really realizing that I must be a weenie because God didn't give me one near as heavy as they've gotten. <laughs> but um, it's, the, I just even reminding Gage again this morning after we read the gospel of um, loving those who aren't as lovable. And, you know, you get all kinds of help in the hospital and, and there's some who aren't as easy to, to, to bond with as others. And Gage is really struggling with that. And I reminded him this morning after we read the gospel, how we love those who aren't as easy to love. And, and I'm challenging him today to be more kind and gracious. Um, to those who are serving us. Yes, and um, on the day of the surgery, it was uh, so wonderful. Terry's sister, Prissy, was there with us, and David's sisters and cousins and extended family, but to have all their children there together. Lacey had her 
beautiful twins there and we just kept passing them off and everything and Terry <laughs> Terry knew that uh they that had was mass. a good distraction for me yeah, a very they, good distraction. they had mass at you 12 know, um, go ahead these uh the green t-shirts kind of went kind of crazy and and it was fun and but it also served a beautiful purpose for the staff here they they just put us in this pavilion across the street that gave us a lot of space and when more family got here they were just escorted to meet us and they just were spotting these green t-shirts and the local people had seen a show or spot on us that evening on the houston news so they were saying oh man are y'all the people that were on the news last night we've been praying for y'all numerous times (laughs) right the t-shirts were a great witness and the the quote on the back of our shirt saying we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Judy and I got stopped on the way to the elevator and um, was told, Hey, that's my favorite quote. And you know, it's just, it was just a beautiful, the t-shirts became a, a witness of their own, of the size of our family and the support that we had. And um, just everybody rallying around Gage and uh, the staff was just, very supportive here and and could just see the unique family and support that we had for Gage and David throughout the whole surgery day. Well, Terry, I can't help but make this observation. I, I know you've probably thought of this before, but I mean, I can just tell you um, the ripple effect that it's having um, about your love for one another. And that, of course, is, comes from Christ. And that light that's shining so brightly is having a beautiful ripple effect um, so many opportunities for families like mine to just talk about um, devotions, to talk about love within a family, sticking together. And um, I was, I, I had a great opportunity to talk to Annie all about um, John Paul II and suffering. And it was just this beautiful conversation and teaching moment. And so I'm sure this is just one little tiny ripple effect, but um, what a blessing that the Lord's chosen your family to be this light and have this ripple effect at how how love transforms everything. Oh, exactly. I, I wore my shirt yesterday and uh, was at Cracker Barrel and the girl waiting on me said, what's that last name? Lipscomb. David Lipscomb. Did he, does he work at TMPA? And she used to work with David. And then last night, some <laughs> friends of ours are in from out of state, and uh, my, my nephew was asking me, oh, how are they? I saw those shirts somewhere else, and I was able to uh, talk about the intercession that we believe of the miracles that have happened for the last all of Gage's life uh, through the intercession of St. Pope John Paul II. And uh, so it is a ripple effect. I think that's a great Well, I, you know, I got some pictures um from mass that was being offered mm-hmm. on Wednesday during surgery and was so touched by the community that rallied behind us. And when I'd called Helen uh, the week before at the St. Joseph church office and asked if we could have mass offered for Gage and David during surgery. And, you know, she's just the most wonderful secretary. She had um, our sweet dear friend Ann Condola served for that mass, but she kind of moves Ann around. And I just got a really big smile on my face knowing that Ann was just praying with us. Um, Chuck, the youngest son of Bishop David Condola, shout out to our friends. Youngest brother. Brother. Our friend, Bishop David, his brother, 
Chuck there you go. Uh, went to Clinton Kristen's house at 11 o'clock the night before and sent a St. Pope John Paul medal that belonged to Miss Ann up to the hospital with Clint, um, also with a little jar of water from Lourdes that they had gotten and was just adamant that Clint got that and brought that up here to us before surgery. And I just chuckled remembering that Helen moved Anne to another day for mass so they could offer that mass for us. And I just, I just marveled at the thought of her giggling about that (laughs) because she's just been a part of our journey, you know, for a long time. And, And I know she was, she's interceding for us and I've got a lot of pictures um, of the standing room only at mass. And uh, I know um, Joe Condola, who's a daily mass attendee with our dear daddy Condola had added more chairs that morning to accommodate the crowd. And um, some of Gage's friends were there wearing um, their t-shirts and helped lead the rosary I've heard. And that was just such a beautiful thing for Gage to see the support of our community. And that's just been, you know, they come, the news will come talk to you for 30 minutes and then they put about 30 seconds on air, but every plug that we could give to our community back home, our local Catholic radio, our TV station, our church, our parish, our school, I just continued over and over again to just give God all the glory and acknowledge our humility for the financial support, as well as prayers and phone calls and um, just the opportunity to give God witness in all of this has been beautiful for me and, and um, supportive and uplifting. I just can't quit smiling when I, when I see these little uh, excerpts that get put on our Facebook and um, people who we don't know. And just it's just been a beautiful, beautiful thing for Dave and I to be part of and just to be able to give God glory on Father's Day, you know, that's that's really the story went from the green T-shirt to Father's Day and just a great Father's Day story. And, and I think the world is hungry for for good news and beautiful stories and families who have a lot of children and grandchildren. And, and I just think it was it was real fun being a part of that. Uh, the hospital got a little annoyed with us on Sunday when the third local station came in with their cameras <laughs> and Gage just totally shut down. The first one he did great. The second one, he just laid there. And the third one, he said, get them out. <laughs> <laughs> so we accommodate him. It was, you know, just try to tell him that today isn't about you, Gage. It's about your dad. <laughs> How is David doing, by the way? David is doing really well. He looked really good on Sunday, and yesterday he was a lot more tired. I think he overdid it on Sunday. But we were blessed with this apartment here in Houston through a church ministry um, just about a mile and a half down from here for a very reasonable price. And David's been going back to the apartment at night to get a better night rest than what he could get up here with all Mm -hmm. the interruptions. So I think he's... um, He's doing really well, really well. Excellent. How's our Terry doing? (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Next question. I can hear your voice. I'm so happy to hear your voice. I was, and it had a little anxiety moment where I'm like, I just need to hear your voice, Terry. So I'm so thankful I get to hear your voice today. 
Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Geraldine Cleckley came by yesterday, and she gave me a big old hug from Pam all the way. From <laughs> Good. She she uh, spent the day with Kenneth all day yesterday, just so she could come by and see us and make sure we were doing okay. That was really great. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw the friend Terry Hall, yeah. who has been through us, been here through the journey from the beginning surprised Gage last night and came and see him and, and the smile on his face was yeah, just priceless. It was priceless. It was a priceless smile. He looked, I mean, it was so sweet. And David and his sister Linda stayed with Gage and I, we went outside and walked around and got some sunshine. My feet have been freezing over here. So to let that sunshine on my feet felt so good. Oh, that's wonderful. It was great. It was great. That's so good to hear from. It's so good to hear your voice and hear it all as well. Oh, thank you. And how long are y'all? I think expecting? we're going to have another visitor tomorrow. Yeah, you are too. <laughs> I'm excited. I know, and I, you know, when Annie finds out that I'm going without her, she's not going to be happy because she kept asking, "When can I? Well, when just, can we come see you?" So I was like, "Well, I don't know if Gage well, can Gage be up is, to friends." Gage is even telling his he's Gage is telling his buddies Saturday. Because um, until they take the Foley out, he really isn't one any company. And he's really still not talking very much. And he was texting with uh, his two dearest friends yesterday, Trace Brightwell and Aaron Bogner, and telling them that Saturday he would be ready for visitors. Mm. Okay. And so what, um, what is the outlook? What are y'all kind of a time uh, timeline of... Like Gage will get discharged well, basically it's and then up y'all to Gage right now mm-hmm. because until he will get up and walk on his own and eat and drink where they can take him off of fluids because they're keeping him so saturated with their fluid that he has no appetite or thirst, which is amazing for Gage not to be thirsty. And we're having problems when he does drink any amount of liquid that he's, he's vomiting. So that happened twice yesterday. And his blood pressure, we had an episode with blood pressure last night at 10 o'clock, and they had to give him some blood pressure medicine, which is not out of the ordinary. But every day we get his levels back, and um, his creatinine is continuing to decline, and we have to get under a certain number, and his medication has to not change for a day. So we're waiting on that. They do his blood draws at 8.30, and they give him medicine at 9, and then we look at it again that night. So I think the earliest projected day would be Friday. So Gage has got a lot of work to do between now and then. Well, he's a worker. And he has not been very it. cooperative. Uh, it'll get better. Uh, Terry, I'm we're sure. going to get ready to go to break here on Pam show that I'm talking a whole lot on, but uh, happy, happy. We're going to close with the prayer that you gave me um, that we've shared before. So we're going to ask our listeners to join us in this prayer for those who carry their cross. Oh my God, I thank you for this cross you have allowed me to carry. Please give me the strength and faith to persevere so that I may bring glory to your name while withstanding the burden of its weight. Thank you for offering me a share in your suffering. I know that you have always been, are now, and ever will be at my side every step of the way. Thank you also for every Simon that you have sent to me to help me bear this cross. I have prayed so often that this thorn in my flesh would be removed, but I trust that your grace is sufficient. Change my heart's 
troubled cry of how long, O Lord, into the words of trust, however long, O Lord. May I seek only to do your will, to unite my sufferings with your passion. Help me to not get lost in my own self-concerns, but may I find these trials a way to greater virtue, a call to prayer, and a path to trust in you alone. Permit me to not waste my pain, but to make of these struggles a sacrificial offering for others, Lord, when I am weary and I fall, exhausted under the weight of this cross. Please give me the courage to press on as you did. Lord Jesus, I embrace my love. I embrace with love my cross as a share in your own. By your grace, may I carry it all the way to the vision of glory. I abandon myself totally to your will. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. Amen. Oh, my gosh. I, I hung on that. I'm just flooded with emotions as you read that because my mom shared that with me when I was going through chemo, and we made a lot of copies of that and passed that along to those who were having chemo um, in the cancer center back in Bryan. And that truly, that prayer meant so much to me during that cross especially when it would say thank you for all the Simons that helped me. And I, I thank you so much for sharing that today because I need to take that out again and use that for this cross, which I haven't. I kind of put that prayer away when um, after we were done with that journey. So thank you so much for sharing that. And maybe Thaddeus could put that up on our page for Red Sea and share that because that is the most powerful prayer that I think I've ever used awesome. in times of trials. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you, our sister. We love you. We love that boy. We love your whole family so much. So Godspeed, and we'll see you later. Okay. Love y'all. Thank you, guys.